0: what is up world it's your host tommy with tommy's world and today we have the great and powerful devon Risme music if you will little early plug um here to chat with us how you doing
1: man i'm doing good i love intros like that i need yeah. i need more of that yeah I guess. bro yes
0: <laughs> you're definitely an influencer you're de- he this guy's crushing it in the blues world he's keeping the blues alive Try. Yeah, you're doing it. So we're gonna get into that here in just a second after this intro. All right, dude. Yeah, man. <sighs> yeah, Finally man. we got it set up. Man, already, how long has it Already been? opened my drink. Uh it's been a while for us. Yeah, about two, three months, probably. I don't know. Two, oh, talking about how long we've known each other. Yeah, yes, yeah,
1: been, been. Which long. I think
0: is kind of a funny story too. Uh, yeah. So, for those of y'all who don't know, I was teaching at a music school. Yeah. Let me uh, lubricate the tubes there. <laughs> um, I was teaching at a music school, and Devon came in, and you were asking for voice lessons, right?
1: yes it was voice lessons yeah yeah so
0: uh, i think i know who was working the front desk that day you probably made him nervous i don't know why oh because you're a boxer i know you're an old boxer you care. you walk around like mike tyson bro Oh man. You, you probably made him nervous you know he's like oh we're into your part <laughs> you <know? laughs> because because you're sitting here asking him i'm sure you said it plain i'm looking for voice lessons
1: yeah right man. uh because uh you know I, at the time you know I, I felt like um my voice you know needed a lot of work uh, i still think it does
0: man i man. think we'll get into that yeah. but let's just say this i'm not a voice teacher there i'm a guitar teacher so he's like hey i have a last minute uh trial i want you to run today i'm gonna, you know about to finish up my lesson yeah. so devon walks in the room and uh and he sits down with his guitar i guess he did bring his guitar cuz devon if you know this guy he brings his guitar everywhere he goes
1: <laughs> um
0: he sits down with his guitar in front of me, and I'm like, "Okay, this guy, you know, let's see what he knows." I start talking guitar to him. And mind you, guys, I don't say this often, but this guy's, especially in the blues world, a much better guitar, much to me, a much better guitar player than I am, right? So, um, just
1: niche down, man. dude. I mean, you just it,
0: this guy's. I mean, you'll hear it. We're gonna play a little bit today. We got the guitars out, so this is gonna right. be kind of a one of a kind episode here. But he comes in and I start showing him in a little basic blues. Here's a one, four, five. Here's your major scale. Here's your minor. He does like, Do you know your minor pentatonic? And it's like a beginner scale. Uh, yeah. It's like a little beginner scale that you, uh, it's really effective though. And you
1: know, I was, I was doing, I, I was like, Let me mm-hmm. just run through the motions. I'm not here for a guitar. So I was like, Well, I, you, know, so, <laughs> you know, some people give off the impression of like, I know what I'm doing. You know, and I'm like, I am not going to. No, do that you were definitely. Today
0: humble about that and uh so i'm sitting here doing my bit for like i don't know it's a 30 minute trial but yeah. i think it was about 20 minutes in you're like i started let me hear what you can play before i you know yeah i kind of humble myself for a second like man, this guy might he's kind of giving me a look like maybe he knows about some of this stuff yeah. and i'm genuinely getting interested at this point like you know what can he play yeah you start playing some licks and right off the bat woo i was like oh dude <laughs> i was like there's mm. he started getting down he started digging into that that little white strat you had them.
1: yeah still got it still got it it's collecting uh, dust
0: i feel that because you got them you got them new things you got them new toys uh yeah. but he starts playing his looks and i'm like oh dude this guy's is... <sighs> there's probably nothing i could show him about blues right now you know it's something else but he wasn't there for that And he goes oh, i'm actually looking for voice lessons and i was like randy i think his name was randy at the front uh, office yeah i don't know
1: yeah,
0: I was like what? <laughs> what kind of a mishap was that, dude? Like,
1: <laughs> I I don't know what I forgot the you know the contents of that
0: day. But I guess I mean maybe he thought I taught voice there, but I didn't. So that was, anyways. That's how we got, got to meet afterwards. I said, dude, uh, I think I re- extended I was like, here's my business card. Here's my name or number or something. Let's link up. Let's play. Yeah. And uh, I think it was that night.
1: Yeah, that night I came over. You, we
0: were like itching to. For some reason, it, although you knew I was. You knew I was you knew you probably knew you were better than me.
1: Man, was, but, I don't think like and that. I know you
0: don't, but you also knew I definitely <laughs> dabbled in theory. And I think you were also slightly interested in that too. I was
1: interested in theory.
0: So you end up showing up, regardless. One reason or another, you show up, we we start jamming, we're having a jamming night. It was awesome. We're you know Dude, it was awesome. We're just man. jamming. Um, and then uh I kind of lost track what was I was saying there.
1: Uh, it, it, let's say that it would last about a couple of good hours, you know. And, oh yeah, it was,
0: uh, it was a long. It was definitely a long um, jam session. I was getting hot, you know. My balls was hot. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, thank God he didn't
1: pull his drawers. No, down, no, no. <laughs>
0: Get my manscape yeah. sponsorship right there. Um, but no, it was, I was like, dude, right off the bat, I was like, man, this guy's got the stuff. You know, it was refreshing, honestly, to to find a real player. And once again, um, I mean, you guys got to check this guy out. We're gonna get into all the stuff that he's been doing, but um, so that's that's how it started.
1: Yeah, and, right. And, and you know what? Um, uh I I got a lot of uh, my studios, not studio ideas, but that kind of somewhat it really. Was the fight the strata broke the camel's back and
0: really you came over life. and I said, dude, I'm like, dude, I was showing you my setup. I was like, come on, you gotta d- like, this is the way. Yeah, I know yeah. for a way I was kind of, uh, I want to say instrumental in your success. I don't want to say success because, yeah. well, it is success, bro. I mean, well, how am I, why am I not gonna say that? Probably got another 40 years before we, right, before we go the top. Yeah, right, right, yeah. like real profitable success but i will say that like i'm definitely proud of of all the stuff you've been doing and uh and i think i was a little instrumental in the beginning of you doing that because you came over and i was like dude if you're not on youtube if you're not on social media no one's gonna hear about you you know they're not just gonna you know it's not like the old days you've got to be you got to learn how to do video audio it was uh, a
1: big chain of events right in that nice little short amount of time and it just your was the yours was the last just things just kept happening and like you know i was just like uh, i was going through a little time of you know like you know i could box but i could play music forever you know what i'm saying yeah and then the thing is is like you know boxing
0: it's another thing we have in common really. yeah
1: you know what i'm saying boxing. anybody who knows bro- me knows
0: knows who my dad is and knows where what yeah. we did growing up it was a whole life.
1: yeah man you know boxing is the bro cause so is music but you know um Though I was, you know, I guess "quote unquote" talented in the boxing, you know, um I've almost, I had almost, still, I've not achieved it. But yep. once I play this, you know, yeah, uh, you know, I was just like, that's
0: that's really my gift. That's, hey, that's, hey man, my that's crazy. Gift, how we feel the same way. Like, you know, there's something that feels. I mean, boxing is a beautiful art form. As well, still love. I mean, I still love to this day. It's like when you watch a great boxer, it's art. I mean, you watch Tyson Fury out there. You know, it's art. Especially, and there's something I always have to say. This there's something about. I mean, I get it. There's probably a lot better techniques in the you know the middleweights, the fly, you know, featherweights, and Mm -hmm, stuff like that. mm -hmm. But something about heavyweights. When a heavyweight moves like the way Ali did, Tyson did, Tyson Fury does. There's something about watching a a six foot eight. 250 pound, you know, Tyson beyond
1: Fury. I mean, cause he's he's really got skill. You know, the only two guys, you got Uzik and uh uh you know Tyson Fury, you got Jared Anderson, but he's you know more of a prospect, you know. right uh, but you know, uh they're they're guys with skill and big. Yeah you know what I'm saying and it's that, kind of a it's like a beautiful thing. It's a watch. beautiful
0: thing, bro. Um and something about Tyson Fury's physique, bro, kind of. Relative to mine, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey man, it's dude. Uh, but there's just something about that, like in a way, you know, he's fixing a fight, uh, in game Gain- new game, right? Yeah, Francis I mean, Gainu. this is
1: a money grab. It's a money grab. Man.
0: And you know damn well. And he said it himself. He's like, guys with bodies like that, they don't last long.
1: Yeah. Have you seen him train? What do you think? Mike, Mike Tyson can't help you. <laughs> You're a UFC fighter. Stay in the octagon, brother. It's not happening. It. Yeah, not no, I agree.
0: You're not going to be Tyson Fury, man. <laughs> and um, and I love Tyson so much. Tyson, yeah. Mike Tyson. Yeah. And I like, uh, I've been thinking about that one clip of him on a podcast where he's like,
1: I was a warrior. I was a. I was an assassin. In the yeah, land. man. I can't got, think guys got it. It gets all, like, it gets
0: all emotional.
1: He's like, should we should we continue? Dude, I can't I, I can't, can't even quote it right
0: now on the spot. But if you know what I'm talking about, guys, is that not one of the funniest little memes out there? I
1: was, I was, man. They used to
0: fit me. in there. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting all emotional. I'm like, dude, there's something about, and I think Joe Rogan even talked about. Like, he's like, we had a a table in his in his podcast room. Mm-hmm. He said after having Mike Tyson on. I instantly called and got a new table made that was wider and longer. He yeah. goes because cause sitting that close to that guy, hearing him talking about that, he's like, and "You the whole, literally." He's like, yeah. "It's literally like staring face to face with a tiger."
1: Yeah, man.
0: You like, there's a literal killer right there. Like, at
1: fifty something, yeah. still not trying to fight Mike Tyson. Still, it's not I don't happening. want nothing to do with it. <laughs> I mean, he still moves
0: him. like Mike yeah. Tyson. He still dude.
1: moves, and he looks better half the damn heavyweights he right now, good. man. I'm like,
0: man, he come looks on, what, good.
1: One more, one more mic, one more mic. You know,
0: who's but. he gonna do? Who's he gonna take down? I, I saw, no, uh, man. I think it was Holy, someone said something that they would fight him again. Holy, feeling. I think that man man man's got like our problems and stuff, man. But you, yeah, you read these things on the internet and God knows if yeah, they're yeah. true and stuff, you know. But uh, um,
1: never know. Man. So
0: now that we do this, is how this show goes. We go off on these tangents. So, anyways, you're boxing and you realize, like, okay, I could, there's something so great and beautiful about boxing. Here's what I was gonna say, but um. There's also, and it feels primal, but there's also something that feels very barbaric about it. It's beautiful. It's an art form, and I love it, but also it's like, do I want to get my nose broken potentially four times, five times the rest of my life in this sport? And it's going to, you know, get my brain banged around. Your brain's not supposed to take blows. It's just not supposed to. And these days, you know, they've gotten a lot better about fighter health and safety, Mm -hmm. but… Is that work? Is that really what you want to do with the rest of your life? You know, and it's a beautiful thing. And
1: I, thing it feels it was, good. The thing was, it wasn't. I didn't even come from that perspective. It was I didn't mind. I actually enjoyed getting hit by another man. Uh, you have to be crazy to this. I enjoyed it.
0: No homo. Bro. No homo. Uh, you know what's you know. funny, dude? My, my my girlfriend sent me this. My girlfriend. I'm in trouble now.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: My fiance. Uh huh. Sydney, I love you. Congratulations! <laughs> love you, baby. Thank Congratulations. you. So Congratulations. Um, the mother of my child, literally my backbone. Um, yeah. Anyways, she sent me a, a yeah. video on Instagram, and it was like, guys, what's what is it about guys getting together? Like talking about football, right? Yeah, yeah. Like guys getting together, talking about all these dudes wearing their last names on their back, getting emotional, even yet distancing themselves from their yeah. family and dealing with their wives. <laughs> What's more gay than that? (laughs) It's a dude thing. It's a dude thing. It's
1: a dude thing. I don't. I don't think it's. And gay?
0: Do you think there's something wrong with me saying gay? Gay is good. Gay is cool. And if you think there's something wrong with that, there's something wrong with you, because because gay is good, right? Twenty twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. Right. All new world. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, (laughs) no man, but um, something about boxing, and you just feel like I don't know, like you know yeah. i love that but also like there's something about that it feels like you said the longevity like i feel like i can i can do music until i die
1: yeah and and the thing is i wasn't disciplined enough man you know uh i love to eat uh eat, you know, oh, know dude I'm, I love I'm on a eat, boat i was just it was just i'm not gonna play with my life like that because it, it's a dangerous sport sport you know what i'm saying so i'm not gonna play with my life you can't play boxing uh i just like to eat too much um, I still, I still it's very disciplined
0: everyone. what you're saying because you would be cutting weight right to make fights
1: yeah because
0: you're no offense but we're kind of we're not the tallest guys right yeah. so it's best for us to get to fight as low a weight yeah, class as, as we can as possible but I'll say this and this is I learned this from Kurt Angle who was a, Kurt Angle's that wrestler okay, in WWE, yeah, oh, But yeah. but he was also an Olympic like Medal, yeah, you know who yeah, won wrestlers. multiple years in a row, and he had a broken neck. Well, his thing was he didn't go down a weight class; he fought up, so he never had to worry about cutting weight. He fought up and was victorious, and that's scary to do. You wouldn't do that in bar. I mean, but sometimes they do. They My go great. walk
1: around weight. Uh, when I was really fighting, was like around one sixty eight, one seventy. Mm. Uh, I'm not fighting no light like, heavyweight, the super middleweight yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, fight yeah. The Joe Benefit is a uh, Canelo Alvarez, oh, uh, uh, yeah, canelo
0: dude. Uh, did, was it true that Jake Paul called out Canelo? That's not gonna happen,
1: that's uh, it, It's not gonna happen. He just, you know, I mean, you know come on, get,
0: get real, bro. It's like it's
1: gonna be a money thing if if that if they even remotely entertain that fight. I mean, Canelo's still in his prime. I'll say he's probably reaching the last maybe a couple of years of his prime. Yes, he he's
0: still looks good. Do you? But you know, damn well he's gonna knock Jake Paul if they yeah, do. no point. There's
1: no point. And the
0: same, you feel the same way about Tyson Fury and Francis.
1: Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna knock him. He's probably gonna knock him out. I, I, is know? there
0: how much? Perc- is there any percentage of you that feels like man?
1: No, it's not happening. <laughs> and I agree. Not, I mean, you think not, about it, it's
0: two grown men throwing a lot of weight around, but there's something magical about Tyson Fury. I'm gonna say it.
1: Well, it's not. Even he's that. got
0: that glow around him, dude. Cause Ungano
1: is used to UFC fighting. that's a different combat style. That's a different. I for try, sure. For I sure. tried to spar guys as a UFC because I, I, had to, they have I a had whole a different marsh, mentality. I had a mo a martial art background, so I did Muay Thai and Wing Chun. You know. Oh, Muay Thai. Okay. Before I did boxing, the knees,
0: the elbows. And yeah, you the know, eight what I'm points. Of-
1: but uh, I got my body got so used to boxing conditioning. I tried to step in the octagon. It was not happening. That was a whole different cardio. Your body, your body is just going to uh, respond differently. And no. it's ground. Classic involved. move. If if you
0: it can, hits. if you're a good wrestler, I think in UFC, this is just my hot take. I think like Greco-Roman overpowering style wrestlers typically have the best chance of dominating in UFC because if you can take even a great boxer down, you can get him down wear him out to the point where he's not used to that full body engagement for, and then let him stand up at the end of the round. And he's not, because he's, you know how it is when you're a fighter, if you're not, if you're gassed, you're not fighting the same.
1: Yeah. And
0: if you can get one little weakness in a boxer like that, we've take seen a boxer it to
1: the ground, it's it's a
0: typically over. It's yeah. Over. We it's saw over. it happen. So uh, who did that? Who was that? Who was one of the guys recently? It was, was like one of the first UFC guys to, uh, to fight a boxer. And, well uh, he was an Kimbo, old heavy
1: Kimbo tried to do it. you well, know, no, it wasn't just...
0: Kimbo. It was like um, I can't remember if you guys know what I'm talking about. yeah, it was like the first world heavy. he was like a heavyweight boxer to come out of retirement just to do a he's old.
2: yeah, and I think he fought like I, I want to say
0: it wasn't Frank Muir, but it was like um, Ken Shamrock or something I I some I some forgot. old. But anyways, old heavyweight. He used to get mad all the time. I can't think of his name. I'm so mad. We could talk
1: boxing all day, man. Yeah, that's, that's it is how we do it, man.
0: Uh, so anyways, where are we at here?
1: Boxing, bro. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, I, oh, it, that's I love it. Really I'm
1: leading it. to the story. Yeah. So I, I got uh, you know, I was, you know, I was that was a point. I was really reconsidering stuff. So I decided to. You know, take my music a little bit more seriously, man. Entered the uh, Houston Blues competition.
0: I remember that you were like talking about it that whole year. Like, I'm gonna enter this competition, blues competition. And...
1: Yeah, for, uh, for some reason, I thought I was gonna win. I didn't.
0: Who won that year?
1: Uh, it was a guy named Chris Koshmore. He went the first time, and then the second time, I uh, this guy named Matthias.
0: Uh, dude, he's crushing it.
1: He's yeah, he's doing his damn thing. He's, he's doing, his, doing damn his damn thing, thing bro.
0: He's getting. Shout out to that guy, Moe, yeah, right? Man. Go
1: yeah, man. Uh, uh, Moe Latin. That's his Mo Facebook Latin. name. Mo but Facebook yeah, he's, he's doing his thing, man, and I'm happy for form. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's, you know, that happened. So I ended the blues competitions. Then, you know, I was like, man, I'm going to do audio because I started, you know, mixing my own records. And I was like, man, I really love hearing, you know, messing with sound frequencies and changing it up or trying to enhance it, make it better. So
0: you're you doing audio engineering yeah, I'm at San Jack right now?
1: Yeah, I'm in school uh uh audio engineering, San Jack, you know, uh trying to get that done. Um run, right, you know, really trying to hammer that out and get it out of the way, man. I just I it's a I love it, it's a passion of mine. I'm obsessed with it, man. And yeah, I'm trying to get all those nice little gear. I can twist some
0: knobs. You've got some nice gear. You got a full like almost, man, you got a great studio in your house.
1: It's it is I think it's a solid foundation solid foundation for what you're doing um obviously guys
0: gotta plug this guy i mean look up uh devon on any social media um just look at his videos the quality of his videos and the audio and everything behind it if you go a couple years back to what he's putting out now (laughs) it is insane the stuff you're putting out now It's get i'm definitely proud of you man because it's it's not easy
1: yeah man that's that's a whole other
0: corner of the industry yeah,
1: yeah that's um you know this new uh this new way of being a musician and stuff like that uh you got people that still kind of do, do the old way of doing things and that is not uh you know definitely not smart but yeah this the whole entertainment business is changing and i'm yeah. trying to really pay attention to it man and i'm just doing what i can uh yeah uh you know, following the steps of what's what, what should I be, what I really
0: should be doing? Uh, cause I'm for only sure. two
1: years in this journey.
0: Two yeah. years into this. Okay. Well, you're two years into the audio and, and video journey and stuff. Uh, music, period. Yeah. Mm, you've been playing guitar for how long, though? Yeah. I, but I didn't, you know, no, have that counts. Serious, yeah. No, but that, that's part of the, yeah. See, cause people ask me, how long have you been doing this? Like, yeah, I've been in my band for three, four years, but I've been playing for, Sixteen years. I've been yeah. playing a guitar for sixteen years. Yeah, and you're
1: fifteen.
0: Yeah, you're kind of right there. Fifteen going on sixteen. So, I mean, um, that's that's a long time coming, bro. That's a lot. That's more than ten thousand hours. yes and People say like, you got to get your ten thousand hours. And we, I've been thinking about it. Like, you know, ten thousand hours is is really just you haven't you haven't, you definitely haven't mastered it at ten thousand hours
1: no I, I won't say i don't think uh you have a fully mastered the instrument and that's the you thing just, about the you guitar just, yeah, you can you never just, tame it you can never you, tame it you uh you just come into your own voice that's, yes that's what it is now it's just you have your own voice that style and uh, yes some people rock with that style some people think it's boring
0: it is what it is yeah, bro you know and know yeah and that's man. the thing is like you know you're a blues player and, and i think about it too like i don't know many of my friends that are like yeah i'm listening to some blues you know oh, brum, man. Brum. But I can listen to blues but it's a soul thing, it's yeah. something that like it doesn't have a skin color, right? It's oh, a yeah, man. it's definitely like if you feel that language, if you understand that language, Absolutely. if it if it pulls your heart, pulls your heart. And uh, that's
1: right. Everybody got the blues. Everybody's got way. the blues. Everybody's got way. the blues in some kind of way.
0: And more than they know, blues is related to their genre of music. Blues uh, has blues, it was the foundation for blues, all of it.
1: That's right, man. Blues is the foundation for all. Music. And I
0: always heard that until I started learning music, like for real, you know, theory and stuff. I was like. And history, yep. you're like, oh, it really is.
1: Because in some way, you know, the one, four, five is, is everything. It's gonna be part of, yeah,
0: every damn. It's there. everything. So, <laughs> yeah, man, it's just cool. So, um, so keeping the blues alive. I Remember you saying that I'm trying to keep the blues alive, man. And I want to give a shout out to this to you with this. There's a uh, you have a song, I think that Joe Bonamassa put on his "Keeping the Blues Alive" playlist.
1: Yeah, I I I'll say probably as one of his assistants probably. Still, <laughs> still. You know, yeah, that was that shocked me, you know, uh, cause I went on to check my analytics yeah. on my Spotify for artists, you know, because I like to see
0: Oh, come on, you gotta come on. If you're running the business, you gotta Yeah, you know, yeah. I
1: gotta see the analytics and uh it was just like I really want to get to 100 streams for the overall release before I yeah, restart so that ads. number 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah number. I tried. before I put some ads. You be to to go look
0: at it. oh seven streams gone. Oh, yeah. oh, at least, you
1: know, know, <laughs> at least a hundred. Because really, a hundred people. If you fill up a room, a hundred people. That's actually it's a good feeling. Yeah, that's, and that's you know what like that's people. How I think about it. when
0: I used to stream video games, right? Yeah. If I just had three viewers, two viewers, I I, I felt all right. It was like you're not, you're not supposed to look at that kind of stuff, really. Like, right? It can get it can get it can turn into a head thing. You're like, yeah. oh, no one's here. I'm why am I even doing this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if I just had two, if I just knew two to three people were like giving me their time, absolutely, it's an amazing feeling. And yeah. that's the beautiful thing about music is like you said, just to have a hundred people in a in a room in a live setting, which this is you know digital, virtual, whatever. But yeah. But it's the new, th- you know, it's the way. Yeah,
1: you just gotta trick your mind. The thing is, tricking your mind into oh, only thirty people. But then, if like, if you go to a bar, like, if you have thirty people there, that's like, that's not bad. That's it's a good that's, feeling. That's that's that's, a, that's okay, you know. It's uh, enough for me. It's yeah, for me anyways. For, yeah. So <laughs> I was just like, you know, uh, uh, I was just checking the playlist, and uh, it, actually, no, I was checking the analytics, and it said the top playlists that you're getting streams from. Mm. And then I looked, and I've seen. Joe Bonamassa. I mean, you're in there with like,
0: Kingfish and like
1: he's got everybody in that playlist. Yeah, come on, you bro. know his
0: or his personal assistant. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's i I'm sure it's his assistant, but like <clears throat> still, bro. Yeah, Joe man. Bonamassa of all the guys,
1: you know, and I think I think that fits right, you know, because uh, th- 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 I think the blues community has uh you know, kind of two. It's I got a little bone to pick with you. It, it's got two. That's what I said
0: of all guys, Joe Bonamassa.
1: It's got two separate. No, no, no. Don't run away from this. Yeah, it's got two separate kind of play fields you need to climb up, you know, and stuff like that. I think.
0: I'm tired of you putting disrespect on Joe Bonamassa's name, bro. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to just say it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'll, I'll own up to it. I like Joe Bonamassa. I know you player. do. I know I you do. I love his playing, Um, you know, especially early Joe.
0: I liked early Joe. He's not in your top. Ten guys right now, or time maybe top five guys that you're listening, heading going to for your Constant,
1: blues, or like constantly listening like for your blues
0: listening. He's uh, not
1: right. No, he's probably in top. And there's 15. no problem. Hey, top fifteen, top fifteen. He's in the top fifteen. There's nothing it's,
0: wrong with that.
1: Yeah, because you know the guys I listen to. Uh, I'm always trying to steal some game, as they say. Uh, great, I mean, uh, great artists. Yes, steal. Yes, I, yeah. You know, call it. Yeah, great maybe, artist. You know, So you wanna, I'm trying to steal as much as You can use the, the word inspiration.
0: Can. You could use the word.
1: That's right.
0: Influence, but it's really you're just learning. You're copying their licks, and then you eventually turn it into your own.
1: Yeah, you make your own, it'll Make your own little gum. Your boy. ear
0: hears. Your ear hears it in a different way. Yeah. And uh, and you know, nobody. It's like it's like we could all be in the same room and have watched something. Yeah. And we all walk out with a different experience, right?
1: Yeah. Man. We all have
0: our own perspective yeah. of what happened. And the same with music. I feel like, yeah, it's man. it's it bounces away, it bounces around in our head in a different way, and we get it out in our own little way. Yeah, and and and
1: that's why I was going to hit on with Joe. Uh, you know, he's a fantastic player, and I definitely try to steal what I can from him. Joe
0: but- would play both of us into the ground. He would play us both into the dirt. Phenomenal, no doubt. Any day, I'm just picking. I'm just picking at you because oh, no, you know man. it's funny how you're on his playlist. And yeah, I know. I know. We've he's had some not, conversations where he's I like, tell no, my favorite, my favorite guy. man, he's my I favorite, know, and I'm man. just like, oh, dude, Joe,
1: but I'm awesome. I know, you know, he's he's great. I love you, Joe. He's, we all love. Here's my only gripe. You know, um, I'm I fall in line with the guys that I like to feel. I like uh, yeah, and Joe
0: Joe can get a Joe can get he can
1: have some feel, but he can get real shreddy too. Yeah, you know, and it's it's. But you can have feeling with some shredding though. You can. And, and, I, and I, the the number one guy is of course
0: Matt Schofield? Eh, nope. No, nope. oh, Eric, Eric Gales. Gales. Okay, okay, you sorry. You know what I'm saying? So I you say one of your I know he's one of your top but
1: Oh, I'll get on yeah. I'll get on that. and yeah. And
0: and nobody's given more respect to Eric Gales than Joe Bonamassa.
1: Yeah, and and Eric Gales' his style, you know, he although he's a speed demon, but that you you've got to have Something about soul that behind those. Eric, notes, if you guys do man. not know who
0: Eric Gales is, it's his name is as easy to spell as it sounds. Yeah, type him in and just listen to that guy play. Phenomenal. He's left-handed, like Hendrix was, and but he doesn't restring his guitar. He actually plays the strings upside down, with the low string on the bottom and then the high string on the top, and. There's something about this guy, there's nobody that plays like him. He's probably the best one. Of, well, I'll say yeah. one of the best.
1: Gets he it's gets out so there. Hard to, to, I mean,
0: for me, I agree with you. He's number one, like blues cat, and they've they've all said that.
1: Okay, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll say blues, yeah, because there's just animals out there. That's, oh, yeah, uh, I, you know, oh, but but, it, even in the blues, though, because that's why I say about, <laughs> it, it's got to have some soul. If you try. I'll say Kingfish is another one. He's kind of like in that area he's so well here's our, well
0: we've been watching yeah. Kingfish develop he's so young and been playing now now Gales has been playing I don't know what probably 40, a third, forty. yeah we're watching a, <laughs> we're watching a really polished rock out there yeah a really polished stone we're and, probably and the, in the like and of kingfish, kingfish we're kind of watching him polish up and and I've been watching I'm just saying from when I've been watching him for mm-hmm. the last couple of years three four years he's really starting to his is starting to really make mm-hmm. me go.
1: No, yeah, you he know, did, he just he had his little shine with uh, Joe Bonamassa. Yeah, thing. and that's yeah, what they did. They're all
0: royalty. Dude. Yeah, they all invite each other to. I mean, Kingfish yeah. in Houston at was it Emmett's play? No, where was he? Yeah,
1: he was at Green Oaks. He's at he Green was Oaks. Sean Allen
0: and stuff. Dude, yeah. man, there's times where I'm working, I'm playing the gigs on my weekends, little cover band gigs at these bars, yeah. and I'm like, dude, there's some real stuff happening. out here. Right yeah, now. man. Not to hate on what I do, but yeah. You know, uh, with
1: that.
0: not hating, but you know, not to say that it's not real, but it's you know, it's obviously not Kingfish coming into town and getting a chance to jam with them, or you know, oh,
1: it's or just, you
0: know, um, so and I saw Mo playing with a couple of
1: yeah, 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 big you names, know, is, uh, you know, DK, right? There's a DK, DK you play yeah. with them too, you do a yeah, little thing with him DK, too. Me and DK are real cool, man, yeah. guys.
0: If you're into the, the, the blues scene, and when they come into local blues towns, like Houston has a, a blues scene, yeah, you'll yeah. you'll know, you'll see this guy. All up and down it, and it's only a matter of time before you know you develop into your royalty. I just know it. That's why I was like, you know what? I gotta stay friends with this guy because he <laughs> is gonna be blues royalty. He's gonna be, you know, the coolest connect I have in the blues world.
1: Well, well, yeah, we'll see, man. You know? I,
0: I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Gonna, <laughs> I, I just feel it. It. You guys got to listen to your album. What's the name of your album, man? Well, it's not fully.
1: I was just EP. So okay. My so, re- so my most recent was yeah. called Rat Race Blues. Uh, I just released it in August. um It's
0: on all platforms, right?
1: Yep. It was supposed to be a whole album, but some things were happening, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna yeah." Don't do,
0: it. do a whole album. Yeah. It's the it's modern not, world. Yeah, you know how it works mo- now. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like put out twelve songs that maybe only, you know. Let, uh, yeah. Let, it's yeah. Not gonna I mean, really, yeah. you should have just done. And you've had some singles, I think. Yeah, I have. One. Did you put any of those singles on this album? Nope. Okay, no, so this I do is just, have this some leftover music. This is just a new EP that you just put out.
1: Yeah, this is just a new EP, but I have some leftover music. But uh, you got some stuff. yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm waiting. Uh, this, there's this other one I really want. Someone else is gonna sing it, and
0: and you so. put a lot of work in this EP. I, I know you did.
1: Yeah, it was. It was a lot of work. Man. A lot of
0: networking. A lot of blood, sweat, tears. Yeah.
1: Money, yeah, and money. yeah, money. yeah. Let's definitely get real. Money. Yep. That's. Uh,
0: was... So guys, please show him some love. Check out this. I mean, if you love blazing guitar, this guy, yeah, is your guy.
1: Guitar music,
0: man. guitar music, guitar focused music. And I uh, remember meeting you, man. It was just so cool. You're like, I'm, I'm you know, I got to keep the blues alive, especially for us black folk, man. There's a lot of white guys at the top right now. Yeah, you know, and I just, I just got to bring, you know, one home <laughs> for Houston. So I'm like, hell yeah, dude. That yeah. was like,
1: yeah, was I, like, I was.
0: You have a mission. Yeah, it's man. it's it's personal with you.
1: Well, I've, I've, man, you know, uh, when I first started 15 years back, um, you know, I was, of course, I always tell the same story. I was listening to hip hop, any kind of hip hop, trap, gangster, you know, anything. Trap wasn't prevalent back then, but, right, right, you know, right. uh, but then I heard Coldplay, Viva La Vida the first time. Like, <laughs> and why do I like Why this? do I feel this? <laughs> I was, like, oh, dude, I was in the closet listening to this song, you know <laughs> <what I'm laughs> like, yeah, You know, so I was like... But, uh, so I just kept getting curious and curious. And then, um, you know, I got into Led Zepp and ACDC, you know, the old eighties metal hard rock. Right. And then I heard, uh, Jimi Hendrix, Red House, Woodstock. And this one, where well, they had it on YouTube. So
0: how, how old were you when you started, like, when you stumbled upon Red House, Jimi Hendrix?
1: Thirteen. I was thirteen. Thirteen. It's
0: like a very formative age for a boy.
1: Yeah. I was thirteen. And I was just like, I ain't like, could like, play. You know, wow. And I just, I went in and I got into guitar class in high school. That's then, cool that your
0: school did that because mine sure as heck didn't. Yeah. At least yeah. I didn't know about it. There was. And,
1: and then I joined a jazz band a year and a half later. Uh So I joined the jazz ensemble. And, uh, uh, and so by that time, I that.
0: like, I guess a lot of the blues guys were, I don't know, primarily white. I don't know. I
1: don't know. I mean, I wasn't uh I wasn't like really aware of what was going on. Because right. now I, was, I kept going back, not looking forward. Right. You know what I'm saying? Until I got into Eric when I started, I was like, hey, let me find some other brothers that play guitar. Then I got into Eric Gales and all that good stuff. And then Matt was the early influence right after that, you know. Yeah. And uh which is like a Norwegian
0: guy, or he's like something. What is he? No, he's he's
1: British. Oh, English, British. From, British. Yeah, England,
0: yeah. It's funny how, like I said, this is what I'm talking about. There's no skin color for the blues. It's nope. like a soul thing. You can be across the entire world. And I've met some guys from across the world that they speak the language of blues.
1: Matt Schofield and Josh Smith. but oh, Matt Schofield man. is Schofield, my bro. favorite. Um,
0: oh, it,
1: man. I, I, I wish it didn't border on the, uh, on the line of, like, creepy. You, you know what I'm saying? Because I just really intend uh, love his style, that's, man. That's how and, you do it, guys. I prefer, I prefer a style like that or the Josh Smiths, the sophisticated... Yeah, the sophisticated, Josh Smith, How can we not say It's and called sophisticated blues.
0: Sophisticated blues. is yeah. Jazz blues, right? And Josh Smith, obviously, is another guy that Joe Bonamassa definitely has just put yeah, on his he, back. Yeah, I think and he's like, like his best come play, friend. Yeah, he he's like, wherever come he goes, play on he my goes. stage anywhere we go, bro. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who wouldn't want Josh Smith packing you up, he, bro? Like These guys are guys who can play rhythm, lead, anything in between, and... I will say that, yeah, those are those are like the names. And um, I don't know what it is about that kind of blues. But yeah, you, you kind of, anybody who knows anything about, um, how, do I, how do I put this right? How do I say this right? About master, becoming a master in your craft.
1: Absolutely. Man. Okay.
0: Anybody who knows anything about, not just your 10,000 hours, but becoming, you know, like just well-known, like, oh, that guy is really yeah. good at what he does. You have to obsess like you said, it gets creepy almost. Yeah. But there's but you can't explain the amount of uh you know, listening and copying and wanting to emulate that artist. And it is through those processes of like yeah playing all their master tracks that you're like, you know, trying to emulate that, mm-hmm. that you kind of start to find who you are. Yeah. And that's this. the
1: thing. Yeah, I think um, I think I've just probably in the past, year I finally got into my own uh Voice on it oh, yeah. I think I just got to wear my own voice. I think that's really <laughs> a, ultimate, guitar, the, a guitar the, player is always like, Yeah, that's that's where you're trying you to ultimately find ultimately where you want to be to have your own know, because then you don't want to sound like anybody else, it, right? It's, it, it's I'm at the point when somebody said, Man, you sound like this. You kind of get me, I get a little offended. I'm like, Really? And no, I sound like me, you, you, right? You know Trust me, and if
0: you knew that other guy that you're comparing me to, you'd know that I have my own things that make me sound like me, right? right? Like right. People are like, oh, you sound like this Hendrix. Yeah, well, you know, I don't think you really listen to Hendrix and me enough. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm obviously have some things that I've pulled from, and you know, and I know how you feel like you don't want to get take that kind of thing personal, but when you start aiming to have your voice, it yeah, kind of gets personal. It
1: gets a little pride thing, it's a little there's pride a pride thing, yeah. It's like right, but we got I, like I don't want to sound like Kim, I wanna sound like the I sound like me, me. Or yeah. you know what I'm
0: saying. And inevitably, yeah. and that's another thing I couldn't wait like to talk about. Um in this pod or my first kind of guitar music focused pod um, yeah. is like with the guitar and, the, and you've maybe heard this quote if you're a guitar player, but like, and I can't remember who said this, but you can get like five or 10 piano players in a room and ask them to play something. And and God, God knows a, pian- a real piano player is going to oh yeah, light me up in the comments for this, but yeah. tell them to play a piece of music and you're not going to be able to almost fully tell if they play it kind of note for note. Um, who's who's, you know, any difference? They're all gonna sound kind of the same. And I say that to an extent. Obviously, there's a touch and there's a time and there's a... Yeah. But with a guitar player, inevitably you put ten guitar players in a room and ask them all to play the same thing on their electric guitar. Oh yeah. Especially at electric, a very yeah. tactile mm-hmm. instrument, right? They're inevitably gonna have their own voice instantly
1: yeah it, and
0: it might not be a refined voice you know like oh that's carlos santana or oh right, that's bb king right, right but i mean like they're gonna sound like them right it's like a voice it's in a weird be, way yeah, play differently you know the same way nobody's voice is exactly the same yeah yeah, you it's, know it's i just find better. that so fast fascinating about the guitar
1: yeah man it's, it's, that's 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 kind of like what you uh that's 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 what you want i think it's ultimate uh Every guitar player should want their own voice, not to master instrument. Right, because you cannot master instrument. Uh, you know, I, I think only like maybe the point 0.1% could probably the closest. You know, you know, so there's a guy named um, Julian Lodge. I don't know if you know Julian he is Lodge. Like yeah, the top, like the top Mount Rushmore right now as far as jazz players. And he
0: uses a Telecaster, and right? he Uses a
1: te- Oh, which my is.
0: Okay, so and uh, I, and I could be wrong right. about I could be wrong about Fenders in this aspect, but I want to go going some history here. Um, I'm actually going to use the restroom first, but get ready, we got some. Okay, so getting back to this guitar history and what yep. makes what makes Julian Lodge playing a Telecaster so unique as a jazz player, and I could be wrong about Fender, but I know this was definitely the case for Gibsons in the Les right. Paul, and the SG and things like that. Right. Uh, but I'm, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that um these guitars, these first electric guitars in the fifties, were made with jazz players in mind, trying to get away from the big hollow bodies that they were famously known for playing. Right, with yep. the pickups were, they, but it had its sound, and jazz players, perf- at the, you know, yeah. that's what they use. So you know, from Les Paul himself making the Les Paul, and, and I mean, since the beginning of the fifties, trying to get this Les Paul to come into action, yeah. he ends up getting. Um, you know, the Les Paul made. And Leo Fender, you know, in the early 50s puts out the Telecaster. Yeah. And the 54 puts out the Strat, yeah. right? And these guitars, I believe, were aimed and geared towards jazz players. They denied them. They didn't catch on. So they only made like 2,000 Les Pauls, the real 58, yeah. 59 burst, right? Yeah. They didn't make them that well. That's Remember, we're talking 58.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So jazz players preferred their hollow bodies and stuck with those, right? You you just didn't use these guitars. Now, country players started picking up tellies. I was going
1: to say... And Buddy
0: Holly, you know, like kind of some... It's an accompaniment instrument. It's not like a lead instrument at this point. Well, then come 60, you know, come the Beatles in the 60s and, you know, mid-60s, 64, boom, by 67, 68, guys like Joe Walsh and Jimmy Page are... And and Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top yeah. are starting to wield these once meant for jazz guitars. Yeah. For these, they find out oh the humbucker pushed into a tweet amp with the volume jacked up. Yeah. You get this distorted tone. It becomes the sound of rock yeah. and roll. Right. So so these guitars by '68, it's like dude, get you get you a Les Paul, get you an SG, yeah. get you even a 335. You yeah. know, uh, get you a Tele. That's Strat.
1: one guitar. Hendrix used a Strat. Um, yeah, that's one guitar that Gibson I will give crowd credit for is those three thirty fives are such perfect sounding guitars for blues and jazz.
0: They're they're the it, prototypical blues sound. Yeah,
1: you know, but, you know what I'm saying. They're very SGs, sick too. SG's. will sneak in there too.
0: I know you like your SG's. <laughs> he's saying he'll give them credit because he's really not that big of a Gibson guy. He's always been a Fender diehard. The best, and I get it. And don't get me wrong, I have a deep love for both. <laughs> both of these instruments like i just it's kind of like i don't know i can't compare it to anything right i I just love both of these things they are the sounds of the music that we heard growing up and so julian lodge as a jazz player kind of breaking the barrier as, as, as just a i guess you'd call him a uh he is a prodigy, is, a, a prodigy. A, but there's another word I'm looking for: a virtuoso, almost. Ver, yeah,
1: he's in virtuoso.
0: jazz, and he's using a Telecaster, I think, into a Tweet amp or a Fender amp, something like that. But
1: Telly's, uh, I, I knew Telly's could. like a fifty-one
0: uh, butterscotch blackguard Telecaster. Beautiful. Yeah. Telly's can, can do jazz.
1: I I knew they can do jazz because uh, Danny Gatton,
0: Danny and Josh Gatton.
1: Smith. I mean, you know, Danny Gatton uh, yeah. was. Uh, I don't know if how deep you listen to his stuff. Uh I think you should put me on to him a couple of Danny Gatton. Uh he had this his own thing called redneck jazz, but uh, you know, country and jazz put together. But right. that's how I knew you could mix some jazz in it, cause Gatton was a um
0: he was another freak of nature, just like the lodges, right? Right, right. You
1: know, the gales of and, the world, and what does that know? do?
0: It makes you want to play a the same guitar that he has. Yeah, man. A tele, so you end up looking for a telly or a you know. Yeah,
1: but you know, everybody has their own touch, man. It, uh, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing next to Greenlight. You know, like, yeah, I am not a guitar player. He's the
0: guitar player. Right. right, right. <laughs> you know. kind of getting back to um, where like you were kind of getting old enough to like discover Hendrix and yeah, and these guys. Um, who were some of the guys? I guess like the main guys you started to before because I know I know Matt Schofield was kind of getting later in your guitar playing. No, I would he assume was early, right?
1: He was early. Uh, he was pretty was about early. About like nine months into me playing
0: guitar so And for him 15 and Eric, years yeah. you've been listening to gales and and yeah wow yeah and i say wow because i've only really stumbled upon him for the last maybe five years
1: yeah man i've been listening
0: for a long time i mean and me and you have known each other yeah you, you said two almost three years something yeah like that. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah so i guess i'm just a little blown back I'm like, wow you know um you've been you've been Absorbing this language for a lot. And no wonder you're a better blues player than I am, right? It's a language that you have to be around and listen to. It's very, I mean, when I heard music and genres get, you know, compared to languages, it all clicked to me. I was like, oh, you know, you don't sound like, you know, when you speak Spanish, you don't sound Hispanic, you know, because you're not, you're not rolling off the tongue the same way. You're not there. You're not in it.
1: You gotta be in it, man.
0: You know, if you're saying tortillers, you know, like instead right. of tortillas, you know, like right. they're gonna you know, it's not gonna and sometimes for music that kinda is kind of cool. You blend some styles, you you try oh, to yeah. interpret a style your own it's way, thing. right? But um you've definitely been absorbing the blues since the moment you picked up the guitar. From the moment I picked and up. And for the me, guitar. and I now Hendrix isn't truly a blues player, he's like you know, psychedelic rock,
1: right? Oh man, I, I consider him a blues. All the Albuquerque blues, I
0: you know, that. you're right though, because, because he had a, it, it all the, comes from the 145, it all comes from flat seven. It's not even that, a lot of people
1: only the deep guitar players Hendrix had a strictly blues album. Really? Uh, it's a it's Ooh. it's like black, it's I'm mean, not black, but it's like white and blue, and he has just his face, like you know, kind of like facing that way. But it's a, it's just an all blues album and some of his best blues material ever.
0: I think he also played. Backup guitar for Little Richard when he mm-hmm. was younger. Yeah. Like in a couple, you know, so he's, man, what a seasoned. Veteran. Yeah, I can sit on blues player because wow. a lot of people that just don't, they they only hear the. So, did you ever, stuff. so, so considering you got into Hendrix, did you also get into Stevie Ray Vaughan?
1: I did. How could I you not? You
0: I see Texas, it's... right? If you're a Texas, like, you're like, he's a Texas blues. He, like, that's the Texas yeah. blues. I've always sound. loved
1: Texas. That's we're from I mean. Texas,
0: by the way. We're in Texas.
1: Well, I'm from Florida. But you're I from always, Florida. I'm sorry, I but always always we're in Texas. I always wanted to claim Texas.
0: You know, you don't want to claim Florida with all the, uh, alligators eating people. And it, you know. I will
1: say this though, uh, <laughs> for some reason, but I also did listen to a lot of cats from over there, but who's out who's that, who's playing out there? Damon anyway? Fowler, Sel- Selvin Birchwood, uh, there's a couple of other guys, but you know, since I left, it's become such a vibrant blues
0: really? scene. Yeah, it's, I think it's things are just taking off out. in in all these different towns. I mean, yeah, these little things are are growing. Um. Okay, so so you got you got of course you get into Stevie Ray. Yeah. You know, and you start trying to take things from him. You learn oh, a yeah. few of his you songs. Know,
1: everybody get the Stevie bug, man. You know, yeah. know,
0: we're trying to learn a little little bit of everything. Um so man, that's funny. Yeah. We talked tellies, we talked uh,
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, I, I was so deep uh rooted into the blues, man, I was in jazz band. In high school. Right, 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 right. And uh, my instructor used to get pissed off because all I wanted to do was play blues. Uh, you know, I just, really? I hated jazz start off, but I was, jazz was, uh, jazz and soul was always a part of it, but right.
0: uh, I, I was the pushed blues. against it. I Something was pushed against, blues, against it. Yeah,
1: I was just obsessed with the blues and, and rock music, but. Uh, Would you say
0: now you're kind of like more, like, I don't want to say regret that, but like. Would you say now you're geared more or like interested more in jazz? Some certain I love jazz, jazz sounds. now,
1: nah, man, I love yeah. jazz and neo soul, and that's kind of, and, and blues. That's kind of kind of like my identity now. You yeah, know? if you listen
0: to Matt Schofield or Josh Smith, like it's not just your old uh, Robert Johnson one four five blues as you know. Nah, which which no, I mean obviously Robert Johnson the goat, right? But right. but yeah, these are uh, some pretty sophisticated highbrow I don't
1: like blues. Yeah, I you call don't like it my...
0: highbrow. Yeah, you don't like boring blues, right? Yeah. Basic one, four, five, you know. Yeah, man. yeah, and see, that's where I'm not good enough. I say that, but I can't, I can't keep up with the fancy stuff, man. It's oh, like yeah, weird. Yeah. A little bit. I have some other outside the box things. But yeah. Anyways, and we'll probably reveal that we're gonna play a little guitar here in a little bit, and yeah. uh, just you know let this cat uh, play us out of here. But um, what else? What else, man? What else is going on, dude? Oh man, yeah, I'm you know uh,
1: transitioning my life right now, man. What?
0: Uh, you're transitioning, bro.
1: That's right. I'm leaving the uh <laughs> the, the the hair plane. Are right you, now. you
0: going to a he-she or a she-he? Oh no! We, oh, not that kind of transition. No,
1: no, no, man. We're oh, my just, bad. we're just making a little shift, you know, in my personal life right now because you know, music is a uh, is a beautiful thing, and trying to get into the entertainment business is um, it is it is something else. You know what I'm saying? So, so, what's, so what's how, What how do you mean you're transitioning? To, like you're, yeah, you're getting back to
0: working or.
1: Uh, well, uh, I'm just trying to make a little career change as far as just my day job. You oh, okay, say, as far as day job. So, so, you were telling right? me
0: you're getting into coding,
1: yeah? I'm learning coding, man. I, I was, I was in, so I'll tell you how that went. So, uh, earlier this year, I you know, I had a job, you know, doing blue collar, did blue collar most of my 20s, right? But I started getting tired of it, I'm not, yeah, because when you I'm came in, when you
0: came into the lesson, you had like your, your jumpsuit or your coveralls on, yeah,
1: you know what I'm saying, but. Not saying I'm getting old, you know, but I wanted to do something different. So uh, you know, I, I had uh really set my life up uh with some things and then I just wanted I wanted to reevaluate. I I first considered NDT because I was like, if I'm gonna do blue blue collar, at least I'll make a crap ton of money, but then I don't want to give up too much of my time because that's the most important thing is your time. Right, right, right. So for some reason I just kept looking at tech stuff, tech stuff, but I didn't know if I was smart enough. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what am I going to do a, as a day job to supplement my music? How am I going to become my, own, fund,
0: my especially, own funder? Especially in the original. Like, you're an original artist. You're not doing weekend. See, like me, I can fund my life and fund even original music, whatever I want to do with my style. I say my style, with my type, you know, avenue of music. Right. Being the weekend cover band at the venues, right, bars, right, right, restaurants, right. whatever. And teaching a little music throughout the week like I do to a yeah. few students. Um, but the original game. Anybody who knows anything about making original music, it is, yeah. it is dog eat dog. Yeah. It is, it is. It's right? crucial. It's a thin slice of the pie yeah. that you're And getting. the
1: thing, the thing is with the blues, they're not gonna pay. I know what type of lifestyle I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm a little it's bit. Not blue, it's not gonna pay me one fifty, two hundred thousand a year. The blues. Yes i say maybe Joe Bonamassa might make, might make that. But I'm he's sure he's making gonna, a little bit
0: more than that. You,
1: you know what I'm saying? He's not going to pay me $200,000 a year, and I have my own house, and yeah. I have my own studio, nice, extremely nice rack gear, and yeah, consoles yeah. so I could mix and stuff. I, the Blues is not going to pay me millions of dollars, and I, I want generational wealth. Uh, but, yes, yes. But, but you know, uh, I definitely want something to fund my music because I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm going to find a way to do both. And that's why I'm and that's why I'm getting into tech and coding. So I was like, oh, OK, uh, I was looking at cybersecurity, but a friend of mine who's a bass player, uh, he heard heard me over time. Like, yeah, I'm kind of looking at tech. The guy's a freaking software developer right yeah. now, senior software developer. And he's like, hey, man, I want to give you this opportunity to hook you up. Yeah. And he's just like I was like, hey, man, you know. If you learn this coding, you know, we can see about gaining the an internship.
0: And it's an easy living. So I know a little bit about coding. My I talked about him in, in, in a couple of podcasts ago, uh, maybe multiple podcasts. I've talked about this guy, but he was my first best friend ever. Yeah. And the way I met this guy, well, forget how I met him. You know, it was a, we meet up and we're best friends, whatever. <laughs> we like wrestling and, and Halo and Yu-Gi-Oh and all these right. first best friend things, right? We're in elementary school.
2: Right, right. And
0: um, and he kind of came from, I don't want to say, it wasn't like a broken, like, his dad was always working and his mom, and he lived with his grandparents. Yeah. Right? And they could only, you know, you know, he wasn't, you know, I'm not going to say he was living a terrible life, but, you know, they smoked indoors and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And, like, he definitely didn't want that for his future. Yeah. And um, and so, I remember, like, come junior high, he started getting to computers a lot. And, like,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, I could have vit- consoles, but we didn't have enough money for, like, a desktop computer and, like, good internet. The right, like high right, speed right. internet was like so, we had dial up, you know, eh, eh, even yeah, if, if yeah. anything, we had dial up. Yeah. So I couldn't like play World of Warcraft with him. And so we kind of fell oh, apart yeah. come junior high and uh, not really fell apart, but you know, yeah, went I our know. separate ways. And he was already like two years older than me anyways.
2: Right.
0: And shout out to this guy. He kind of gave me that music inspiration because I remember he came home in sixth grade. I'm in fourth grade one day and he brings a baritone, looks like a little miniature tuba home. Okay. He's in band. He joins band in junior high. I'm like, dude, that is—he's playing "Smoke yeah, on the Water." Yeah, bonk, yeah, yeah. Bonk, bonk. Ha, ha, and the bass yeah. is like—it just you feel yeah. it in your chest, you know? It's baritone. And so I was like, dude, that is so cool. I've got to do that. And he's like, yeah. Well, yeah. whenever Mr. Smith comes to your school next year and asks you about what elective you want to do, just take band.
1: Right, 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 right,
0: right. So he inspired me to join band and and kind of changed my life in that way. Uh, but of course, by junior high, I met a new set of friends. My buddy Zach Miles, and he stayed on the computer like with met his friends on World of Warcraft, doing their thing. Yeah. And so that's kind of what happened. But Josh took this computer route, and I was always, like, tech savvy, you know? And uh, and not that I didn't, but, like, I didn't. You know, we were riding yeah. bikes around and, like, playing football and, you know, maybe yeah. playing Call of Duty on the Xbox at night. Right, whatever. right, 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 right. Um, So Josh gets really into computers, and he becomes—he goes to UT, I think, and graduates. Yeah. and gets, like, his computer something degree. I don't know. Yeah. And he ends up getting into coding. And so now the guy with coding has yeah. like living well above six figures in California, working for Meta, Facebook,
1: getting to those fame companies. I mean, you get in them big premium, companies, bro. Yeah. It's like, yeah,
0: he's been. In other words, he's set. Like he's he's got a really really good life now.
1: Yeah, and you know, picture picture it, it, perfect it'll life. Take it seems time, good. but it, get, it you can make the most amount of money with the most amount of time to yourself, and if you do it right, right. It's project based, so right. if you if you subcontract yourself, or you're working for a certain type of company, and let you travel abroad, or you know, or you know, some some of these projects only last two hours. And so I see, uh, I've seen, not personally, but you know, there's guys out there double stacking jobs, you know, tech jobs. Right. Salary. It's not. It's, it's not like, like hard work, right? It's not like you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, if I'm a, if I'm a blues artist, the blues is not going to pay me that much money, right? Bro. Right. So if I'm living way below my means, right, and my lifestyle is only about forty thousand, but then I'm making three hundred thousand, what do you think? Eighty percent of that revenue is going to go into my music, my studio, where I can mix class and I can go travel, my get by buy my own tour van, right? I could become my own enterprise, for I mean, sure. I.e. the Joe Bonamassa route, because he just came in and guns a blazing with money like that, yeah. They still gave him a hard time. I think if he they gave uh, him a hard time with
0: dollars yeah. Exactly. They're gonna give me. Because he came in like he was goaded. He like he was fourteen, kind of a prod eleven, I think. Even no, fourteen, yeah. like playing the BB King on stage already. Yeah. His dad owned like a vintage guitar shop, I think. Yeah. So he had able to get his hands on. He was already had the. And let yeah. me tell you, as a guitar player, it's 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 the music and all that stuff. But there's also a really creepy thing that we enamor ourselves with the guitar itself. Mm-hmm. We almost feel like there's like a and there is like a better you know they're, Special, man. there's a connection You're living with, with, things with the they don't tell you thing. about that
1: they talk to us yeah it's
0: art <laughs> that is art itself but also can create art from within itself yeah. for forever it's not like a baseball card where oh look at my babe ruth it's worth a million dollars oh that's cool and you can look at it but after that all you can do is look at it and put it back on the wall yeah, but a guitar yeah, yeah. you can create art from within the piece of art that it is itself
1: the best instrument it's the the coolest thing
0: in the world so i could just stare at guitars for forever i think Mm -hmm. tom york has a quote where it's like sometimes the best thing to do with a guitar is just stare at it just look at it yeah because it's 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 and like i said leo fender in the 50s created something perfect same with les paul yeah something that's still getting used 60 70 years later to this day like people are still preferring these guitars over all the advanced stuff, and there's yeah. some great stuff coming out. Not gonna be wrong. Yeah, and they've pushed the barrier and and figured all the things out. Um, great, company. but it was it was almost perfect, if not perfect, from the very beginning. Kind of like muscle cars, even though they weren't the best driving feeling cars. They're or not even muscle, but like even prior, like yeah, American muscle is just beautiful. Oh yeah, you know the oh, chrome yeah. bumpers and like the aesthetic of these things. The not you know bad. the Mustang '68 Mustang, and then. Camaros but anyways yeah guitars are uh, there's something about them the guitar itself it's a phenomenal that, uh,
1: thing man yeah I man. forgot what I was getting
0: into that's just been me today man it's been a long <laughs> day mean. dude kids will wear you out bro
1: yeah man it's okay you know hey uh that's a beautiful thing what especially what you told me about these kids man I just want to make sure if I have mine they're they're going to be all right and set for life and yeah uh, man you know, I'll be an old father. Yeah, there's, okay. a, there's a
0: there's a there's a a deep joy that I've never experienced with anything else.
1: That's what I keep hearing. With
0: with the, with my own son, it's insane.
1: That's what I keep hearing. But
0: okay. Man. Um man dude. Because we talked about your album. We talked about I'm just ready to get these guitars. I'm almost ready to get these guitars out, <laughs> right? fingers are twitching. I yeah, dude, I want it. to get these things ready. i see uh, I'll just hear you play. Show the world what you can play, but I want to make sure we kind of scratch the surface on a lot of good things. So you're coding now. That's where we're at. We're, you're coding. Yeah, yeah. Trying I'm to support. and get into tech. And yep. I love what I do too, man, because I'm able to do this show because I'm able to get my stuff done on the weekends, work, Minimal hours on the weekends, Time. get all my lessons knocked out on Monday, and then the rest of the week I get to yeah. be, and even then I'm still with my family every morning and every night, you know, yeah. I'm not like gone, Yeah. Man. you know, like I was when I was in the oil and gas industry for six years, you know, 12 hour nights, it's good money, but you got nothing to show for it, I got nothing to show for it, yeah, it's, it's nice. um so, so yeah, happy to see you doing what you're doing, man, and, yeah, and man. continuing on uh was keeping the blues alive bro yeah just um, trying
1: to do it man that's that's it man just trying to rat race blues
0: my- rat race blues on on all the streaming platforms go check it out y'all yeah man come yeah. on
1: come on look it up on all streaming platforms devon rizmi you can find me everywhere
0: everywhere the go <laughs> all right man um okay so let's go ahead and get this music thing going i do have to say before we start though um shout out to eric gales i forgot to say this we we're bringing him up He's also part of the inspiration. Of, I love the way he wears that big chain when he oh, plays, yeah. dude. He kind of like he, swings it, yeah, and it's like yeah, part yeah. of his thing. I don't know. It's yeah, part of his gimmick. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's cool, man. Because like, oh, Eric Gills used to be part of a rap group, right?
1: Yeah, I think he did a little little bit of rap. Yeah, I, was,
0: yeah. I can't think of the name of them, but um, uh, yeah, yeah hip hopper, man. man. Hip hopper also playing the blues, you know, kind of yeah. like you were talking about. I like, grew up listening to rap, but started liking the blues for some reason. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. so. Okay, well, yeah, let's uh, you know what, let's do a little backing track here. But you gotta tell me what key you want to play
1: in. Oh, it doesn't matter. A A is always a good key or G.
0: I like A, I guess. Yeah. Um, let's do A blues. Just type that in, right? That's the best way to do it.
1: A blue, A blues backing track. Okay. That's how you do it.
0: Straight blues.
1: Man, I wish you had some reverb on this
0: amp Dry yeah. bone cold turkey Yeah, we're going to be a little dry bone in there You'll be alright, I bet you once you start playing yeah. Here's, I'm telling you, it's going to be great I think we could probably even add reverb Maybe on the effects, I don't know
1: Can you do
0: that? I, I don't know, honestly oh, probably not that.
1: yeah, That's alright right? About
0: right.
2: All right. All right, go, ahead. go ahead. It's hot now. i <laughs> go
0: For hanging, dude. Oh, yeah. no it's fire, always man. a pleasure, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed that blues takeaway. I hope you have a good rest of your week. Yeah, man. Devon, thank you, bro. Oh,
1: anytime, man. Devon Rizmay music. Check him
0: out everywhere. Yeah. Devon Rizmay with the Rap Race Blues That's right. on all streaming platforms, baby. We'll see you, brother.
1: All right, man.
0: Thank you.